Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we survived the first hour. Everything appears to be in working order on your end and on our end. So I can take a deep breath. This always happens. Every time I do a show out of studio, whether I'm on the road, and there will be some shows that we'll be taking out of studio come later in the playoff, well, later in the football season, later into the playoff run. We have got some big plans, by the way. Have not yet got to, uh, haven't yet got to the point where they're finalized, though we'll start to drop some teases here coming up as we head toward the holidays about what we've got in store for not just the Christmas season, uh, which I won't be working a lot then because I'm also getting married, but uh, on into the playoffs and how we're taking after hours on the road. We're really excited. Trust me when I say it is something we've never done before. It's big and it's bold and it's going to be a blowout. It's also... uh, Something I'm really proud of. So it's not just about sports. It's not just about the show. There is an under, there's an underlying but really important reason and motivation behind what we're doing. So if that's not enough of a tease, I guess you'll just have to wait and we'll offer some more details as we head through football season. Because you guys, week six is in the books. <laughs> week six. How is that possible? Uh, and we are now closer to Halloween, for those of you who celebrate dramatically, than we are to the beginning of October. I, I just I I know that I'm in the minority here because it does feel like time is dragging because I have some big events that I'm waiting for. But it, but the other half of my brain, the the half of my brain that I share with producer Jay for sports calendar and football season. It's definitely flying, even though the other half of my brain feels like it's dragging. (laughs) I can't even explain it other than to say it's such a weird dichotomy in my brain and my heart where part of me recognizes that time is flying by in a blur and the other part of me feels as though it's dragging. But honestly, Jay, didn't we say that during 2020 as well? We felt like... Yeah, time is is marching on. It's going quickly because here we are. It's it's a month down the road. It's two months working from home. Now we're into the summertime. We're still home. I can't believe that this is, you know, this is uh, going the way that it is. And yet because of the dramatic circumstances, it felt like we were stuck in place, kind of. It just, it yeah, it was weird. It was weird in 2020 and it's weird now. 
Coming up in 15 minutes, we will welcome Fernando Ramirez, who covers the Chargers, and I'll ask him uh, questions about this team and where they are and why they can't seem to break through. And even if they do break through in the regular season, it's a little bit like the Dallas Cowboys. You can break through and get some big wins, but if you fail to replicate or capitalize come playoffs, it kind of, it's one of those monopoly deals where you go to jail, go directly to jail, don't pass go, don't collect your $200. And no matter how far along you feel like you are, you just, you go back and you start from the beginning. Or did you guys ever play shoots and ladders? I mean, I did when I was a kid, but also played it with my nieces when they were little. And you can climb all the way up to the top of the board, if you will. But then you hit one of those really long slides and back down to the beginning you go. That's kind of how I feel about the Chargers sometimes. They do a lot of work. They put effort into it. They build. They show potential. They show flashes. But they end up running into, I don't know, this moment where they crash and burn or they run into a glass ceiling and they just can't seem to bust through any farther than that. Um, sometimes we say about athletes, and and we could use even quarterbacks as an example, uh, that there's a lower ceiling, if you will, right? Like higher risk, higher reward, maybe for a really athletic young quarterback who's coming in raw but has all the potential in the world versus, say, a quarterback who's maybe a steady Eddie, isn't going to make a lot of crazy decisions, chuck and duck, fly by the seat of his pants. He's not a gunslinger. He's got a lower ceiling, so it's lower risk, lower reward. And that's how I feel about the Cowboys versus the Chargers. And I kind of wonder, do the Chargers even have the potential? Um, They've got so many superstars. It seems like they've got pieces in place, and yet for whatever reason, those pieces never really form up into a team that makes a lot of noise. And part of it is that they're in the AFC West where – at least for now, and for the last seven years, every team has settled to you know for being an also-ran to the Kansas City Chiefs. But week six is in the books. We'll look at some of the trends and also some of the injuries from Monday, uh, Monday announcements, because there are plenty that will affect teams moving forward. But yeah, six weeks in the books. So officially, we're past the one-third mark of the that sounded so awkward we're we're more than a third of the way through the season how about that think amy think (laughs) it's after hours with amy lawrence on cbs sports radio you can find me on twitter a law radio if you haven't yet voted for monday mvp that poll is still ongoing for a little while longer on both twitter and facebook you are amusing me with your guesses as to why i'm working from home on twitter tommy says turf toe <laughs> Jay, would you stay home if you had turf toe? I don't know. I've never had it, but I've heard it's it's pretty painful. I've never had that either, actually. Never. I'm I've heard people say that it's really awful, uh, but I haven't. Let's see. Curtis believes it might be cupcake overload. You know what? That is a distinct possibility. It really is. Because I did travel home with cupcakes, but they are safely in the freezer. I have not eaten them. So <laughs> so they are, yeah, the, the, I'm assuming that a lot of the cupcake coma, the cupcake residue from Saturday has worn off. I, I think. 
I maybe have to work off a few extra pounds from Saturday's cupcake tasting, but I don't believe that I'm still dealing with the same sugar. I, I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm balanced again in, in my metabolism and in my, uh, in my systems, my organs. <laughs> but that is a good guess. And then on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, and our phone number, 855-212-4227. I'd love to know if you believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I think a lot of you will be cynical, and no matter what they do, until they show you a little something, something in the postseason, you won't believe. Um, so maybe there is that. But do you believe in what you're seeing? That they've made any changes? That they've made any progress? That Dak is any different? I don't know. It's hard when they're inconsistent and it's up and down, up and down. We're going to talk a little baseball here for the next few minutes before we welcome our guest and we kind of pivot back to the Chargers. Uh, but I said this to start the show, and I believe it, and I can relate. By the way, the cat is meowing. Sugar. Oh, did you hear that, Jay? I heard that. Sugar, come here. Do you guys remember, for those of you who listened during the pandemic, when Sugar made her debut on the radio? She might be willing to do it again. Come here, Sugar. Come here. Sugar. I am. Can you hear her? <laughs> very, very clearly, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> this is one powerful microphone. Come here, sugar. Come here. I'm here live. It's not. I'm not a cat. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a cat and a loud cat at that. Come here, sugar. Come here. Come on. I, I know, but come here, dummy. Okay. So every other time, I don't want her to sit on the the armrest of the chair. She does. Right, like every single time I'm trying to take notes, I'm trying to do work. Sundays, I, I need to move the mouse around on my laptop. No, doesn't care. She has to sit exactly where my arm needs to rest and, and just thinks that's the best thing ever. But now that I want her to get up there so that you can hear her more clearly, she won't. Sugar. Okay, we'll just wait until she decides she doesn't on, like man. being she doesn't like being ignored. It doesn't take long before the cat decides she needs to be the center of attention. Sugar, sugar, come here. <laughs> Never mind, because you know what's gonna happen, Jay. I'll reach out and get her. I'll knock over my coffee. Then I'll knock over my water. Then the oh, dog will no. freak out. Yeah. So I'm just gonna let the cat do what. You, this is what you're supposed to do with cats, right? Just let them do what they're gonna do. But like you're saying, now that you're gonna try to ignore her, she's gonna be right behind you. Oh, she is. She's going to be right here. And and I'm sure you can hear her in the background because she is meowing away. It's just that I want her to get a little closer to the microphone so everybody can hear her. But for now, she's being semi-bashful. That's not even sugar, so I'm not sure why. It's only because I want her to. Right. If I didn't want her to, she would be right up in my grill. You know. You know, sugar. Sugar. Oh, yep, just heard her again. She's like wandering around behind the chair. <laughs> okay, we'll leave the cat for now, but don't you worry. She'll make a cameo. That's why I hate working from home. Taking your pets to work day is not, it's, no. I used to think it would be the greatest thing ever, but having worked at home with the pets for three and a half months or for three months, never again, ever. I don't know, what would Moose do, Jay, if you put him on, if you worked from home and put him on the radio? Um, probably just make like a couple like grunting noises or like gurgly sounds. Snoring? Were yeah, you snoring? Snores. You would look, you'd be very confused. <laughs> you'd be confused. But, yeah. 
I thought that's just how bulldogs looked. Yeah, generally he's confused. But if we tried to, if I put him in front of a microphone and wanted him to like act like he would, like, like hey, do something, he would probably not do much. He wouldn't of know what to do. Of course not. It's like when you try to take a photo of your pet and they know, somehow they yeah. know that you're pointing a camera lens at them. And they look every other way but oh, the, the every camera. every other yeah. way. It's crazy, right? Because you, we're on our phones all the time. So it's not like the pets don't see us on our phones. But somehow they know that when you Put the phone at a particular angle. You're trying to take their photo. It's like defiance. (laughs) Such stubbornness. It's unbelievable. Okay, resetting. Forget you, sugar. All right, got no response. But she's she's lurking, though. Yeah, now she's just lurking. She's going to pop out when we least expect it. (laughs) Like a tiger on the prowl. Like a cat at Halloween, not supposed to cross your path. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So uh, not unlike the cat, who is very vocal, not unlike me, because I can relate. The Phillies are loud. They're loud. Their stadium is loud. It's electric. The atmosphere is incredible. And they were locked in, and the bank was shaking for the start of the National League Championship Series with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. But honestly, the Phillies decided that they would be extremely aggressive from the start. And at least on this night, the Diamondbacks... They didn't, well, the Diamondbacks got hit with the Phillies and their fans before they even got comfortable. Zach Allen, this being his former home. He grew up in New Jersey, and the first pitch is blasted deep to right, and Kyle Schwarber has arrived. A leadoff home run on the first pitch from Zach Allen. His first homer of the postseason. It's one to nothing Phillies. Here's Bryce Harper, the birthday boy, and he swings and lifts it high and deep, and happy birthday, pal! Harper oh, oh, oh. with a monster drive deep into right center. It's 2 nothing Phillies. Harper's fourth of the playoffs. Everything's about this time of year, you know? And, and these Arizona's really good at, at creating momentum and then keeping it. So that's one of the things we need to do is is get momentum, keep it, don't let them back in the game. Okay, I somehow missed what Rob Thompson was saying at the beginning, J.D. Man firing that again, only because the idea that the Phillies jump on you and hit you hard before the announcer on the radio, on Phillies radio, is even done uttering his little spiel about Zach Gallon, who's from New Jersey. Oh, first pitch and boom, it's gone. And that really does underscore the aggressiveness and the attack mentality. And like I said, loud bats, loud moments, loud fans, loud locker room, loud dugout, loud everything with the Phillies. And that was the case with the loud bats of Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper initially. But yeah, they they jumped on the Diamondbacks so quickly that they weren't really sure what hit them. It was like a TKO in the first round, and that's what Rob Thompson is referring to. Everything's about momentum this time of year, you know? And, and these Arizona's really good at, at creating momentum and then keeping it. So that's one of the things we need to do is, is get momentum keep it don't let them back in the game hmm and for Bryce Harper you hear uh, the call on Phillies radio that it was in fact his birthday his 31st birthday it was kind of funny because on the TV broadcast on Fox 
Initially, because that was his fourth home run of the playoffs, uh, one of the announcers indicated, oh, four for four home runs. And then you hear the other jump in and say, actually, that might be 31 because he turns 31 today and he was blowing out his candle. So, yeah, Bryce Harper with a special celebration. It's crazy. I just sometimes I just do stuff and that, that felt uh, that felt right. So I thought I'd uh, step on home plate and, and do that. Um, but I just thought about it as I was running around third base. Um, <laughs> that I'd do. Oh, that's what that was. I was like, I thought it was, I thought it was, just, it was hot. I mean, he's in the ball. So uh, thought is yeah, no, I didn't put that together. He's got four homers. I thought he was just, I don't know. He's got four homers this postseason. But yeah, the guy's, uh, the guy's on fire. The same for his teammate, Trey Turner, not recognizing or understanding exactly what Bryce was doing. But how funny, Bryce says as he's rounding the bases, he's thinking about it, right? (laughs) I always wonder, wait, don't we always hear that question, Jay? What were you thinking about as you were rounding the bases? What were you thinking about in that moment? And sometimes athletes will say, I wasn't thinking about anything. I was, well, some guys will say, I almost passed out. The whole world went dark. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't hear anything. But now you get Bryce Harper admitting that that's what he was thinking about as he was rounding the bases. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So it was, again, a powerful display, a loud display for the Phillies. And while the Diamondbacks were able to mount, you know, a, a small charge, I suppose, it never really felt like they were going to be able to come up with that same offense or generate that same offense, uh, especially not when you had Wheeler on the mound. So for the Phillies to be able to win the series opener, that's been their MO, right? This is now, if I remember correctly, eight series openers in a row in the postseason in which they have won the opener. And that is huge. And while Zach Gallen was able to settle down a little bit, I mean, you know, once you you get a taste of the aggressiveness and the loud bats, uh, you have to adjust quickly or you're already sunk. I think they were just ultra aggressive, really, is what it seemed to be. Um, you know, I was just trying to get ahead. And, I mean, I know it's an aggressive lineup. Um, you know, and I mean, you know, I think it's no secret they try to get the crowd into it as early as possible. Um, and that plays into the aggression. Yeah, it's never a good thing when you have four strikeouts but three home runs. And they did leave him out there for quite a while. Uh, five innings pitch for Gallon. He gives up the five runs on eight hits. The bullpen only give up one hit the rest of the way. But, of course, the damage had been done. We saw another home run from Nick Castellanos and Liam with his crazy faces and his jaw-dropping reactions. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Diamondbacks were able to come up with, uh, let's see, a couple runs in the sixth and a run in the seventh. But ultimately, because of the way the Phillies started out with four runs right away, uh, they were able to control not just the crowd and keep the crowd into it, uh, but also control the narrative around this opener. And that is what they want to do. So they're already ahead one nothing in the NLCS. And we'll get to the ALCS game two in Houston coming up. But we got to pivot back to football because our Chargers guest is going to join us live from Los Angeles, where it actually felt like a Cowboys home game on Monday Night Football. Glad to have you with us on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or After Hours CBS, and also on our Facebook page. From the super secret home base, it's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Herbert on a third and ten. Shotgun snap. Sets his feet. Throws. Intercepted. From bad to worse, game over. Intended for Quentin Johnston and picked off. I thought defensively we played well enough to him. You know, we, uh, we were really good all night on Pollard. I think he had two yards per carry. Um, you know, they had, you know, without Dax, you know, scramble yards there. I mean, we're talking about a high level performance. I thought we rushed well. Uh, and I thought we were contested, you know, the entire night. And I thought we played well in the red zone. So um, we just, we got to put this one behind us. Because it was a tough game, uh, and got to, get, got to get moving to Kansas City. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The Chargers fall short against the visiting Dallas Cowboys, but gosh, it had to feel like they were on the road in this game considering the noise for the Cowboys at SoFi Stadium. Did you all see that one female fan not only getting a ton of TV time, but also taking over social media with the crazy memes. If you haven't seen it, maybe Jay, at some point, you can share a couple of the the memes. She was a petite lady, very tightly wound, very intense, and extremely engaged in what was happening. And while it seemed like the majority of the fans at SoFi were on board with the Cowboys, she was very obviously... Uh, sucked in by the Chargers and living and dying with pretty much every snap of the football. Her reaction when they scored the touchdown in the fourth quarter to tie the game, oh my gosh. I don't know her name. I have no idea who she is. I've never seen her before, but she got a whole lot of airtime. And I I think that when I close my eyes in the morning, I might actually see this lady because she was everywhere. She went viral. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, if you look at the standings now in the AFC West, this is nutso. I'm not sure we've said this for quite a while, but it's the Raiders who are in second place behind the Kansas City Chiefs, who, of course, started out with the loss against the Cowboys on that Thursday night football game. Wait, no, no, that was, I don't remember if there was Thursday night. I think it was, actually. Uh, see, it's been six weeks, and it starts to blend together. Anyway. The Chiefs start out with that loss to the Lions, but they've won five in a row since then. Uh, Raiders, 
three and three. Chargers now fall below five hundred. They're at two and three, and then the Broncos. Well, they are in fact bringing up the rear. One of the worst records in football. As for the NFC East, the Cowboys, as we talked about, they pulled within a game of the Eagles because of the Eagles' loss on Sunday. Commanders are there at three and three, and then the Giants also in the basement. So it is interesting to think about. Uh, going back six weeks ago, producer Jay and I did a video that's on our YouTube channel in which we selected the seven teams that we thought uh, would re- would make a new entry into the postseason, meaning they'd boot out seven other teams, half the playoff field turns over every year. That's that's roughly the average in the NFL. And if you think about it now, now Jay, you're going to have to help me because sometimes I will forget all <laughs> Every team that made it into the playoffs. But of course, last year we had three teams from what we were calling the NFC Beast. Eagles and Cowboys, they're still on top of that division like they were last year. Commanders, though, were the team that was on the outside looking in where it was the Giants that made the playoffs. So let's just say for the sake of argument, the Giants are a team that drop out. We know in the NFC North, the Vikings won that division going away last year. Double-digit wins. The Lions and the Packers... They were on the outside looking in. Remember, the Lions beat the Packers to eliminate them in the final game of the season because the Lions got flexed. Uh, let's see. In the South, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who won the division and made the playoffs but with a losing record. And then the West, we had the Niners and the Seahawks. Right now, both those teams sitting in the same position, essentially, that they were when last year ended. So I guess if you're thinking about turnover in the NFC, maybe it's not the Giants. Maybe it's not the Vikings who right now are sitting at two and four. Um, Packers are below 500, but the Lions are there at five and one, one of the best records in the NFL. It, you wonder what might change in the South. I, I don't know. We have a long way to go, but it's hard to think about any of those teams busting out enough that you're going to have, um, well, that you're not going to have a fight to the finish in the season, but also that you might have a second team come from the South in the West. I could certainly see Niners and Seahawks. So not a ton has changed in the NFC, at least to this point, one or two teams, the Lions being the biggest change in the NFC. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio in the AFC. Well, we just talked about the West, and so the Chiefs are doing what the Chiefs have done now for the past, gosh, six years, seven years. Um, how, well, I guess however long Patrick Mahomes has been the starter there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Raiders, though, are they going to make some noise here with Josh McDaniels, with Jimmy Garoppolo? There was good news about Jimmy Garoppolo. If you are a Jimmy Garoppolo fan, which I know some of you are, some of you are a little bit cynical and uh, almost afraid to root for Garoppolo. Uh, but the news that we got uh, from Josh McDaniels on is it Monday? It was Monday, is that the prognosis is good and that he did dodge a bullet, essentially, that it could have been a lot worse. So there was still testing that was taking place on Monday, but he was no longer at the hospital. Uh, The scans on his back seemed to indicate that it was more of a temporary issue. Um, And so Josh McDaniel said, we don't want to put him at risk. And so for now, we're kind of following doctor's orders, but that he could end up playing next Sunday in week number seven. So then back to your standings, right? Can the Raiders kind of take this 
I don't know. It seems like a hodgepodge to me. New quarterback. I know Josh Jacobs. He's not been the same there. Uh, can they? Can they come together under McDaniel's? There's a lot of people who question his leadership and make something of this season. Well, they could. I mean, they really could. They look hideous in stretches, but you know what? A lot of teams do. There are plenty of teams that still have not found that consistency. So Raiders at three and three, could they potentially be a new entrant into the playoffs? Maybe replacing the Chargers. Jaguars, they found some consistency now. Three wins in a row. Um, And The Colts and Texans are right on their heels in the AFC South, which is interesting. The North, goodness, no teams below 500 in the AFC North now with the Bengals having found enough offense that they've won back-to-back games. They still haven't played a good 60 minutes of football, but when it's not the offense, it's the defense and vice versa for the Bengals. So at least they're fighting, scratching, clawing, as Bengals can do for reals. And they're above, or they're not, with a losing record anymore they're not above 500 but they're three and three but yeah every team in that division I could see that one having multiple playoff teams and then that brings us to the east where it's the Dolphins and the Bills but do not count out the Jets because surprise they're also sitting at 500 and three and three so yeah it's kind of fun to think about again we're a third of the way through the season and there are a lot of possibilities but still a long way to go on Twitter a law radio some of you guessing the reason why I am working from the super secret home base. I think so far the turf toe uh, might be my favorite. (laughs) And then on our Facebook page, gosh, some of you, I I know you're being outrageous just for fun. Uh, You are making me smile. So thank you for that. Uh, Let's see. Mike says jet lagged like the bills were last week and the Falcons the week before that. A bunch of you believing that it's because it's taco Tuesday. (laughs) So I still feel like it's Monday. I haven't gone to bed yet. But yes, I guess for a lot of the United States, it is now officially Taco Tuesday. So yeah, that would make me laugh out loud. Brian wants to know if Penny hid my car keys. It actually would be the cat who would do that, uh, not the dog. The cat plays with, let's see, when I leave a hair tie out, uh, sometimes I've left earrings on a table in my living room and and one of them has disappeared because she plays with them. Oh, don't leave a pen or a marker on the on the uh, table that I use in the living room to do work because she'll play with that puppy till it's under the chair or it's under the couch and never see it again. Oh, and twist ties. Heavens, the cat loves twist ties. It might be her favorite toy. So yeah, I'd be more likely sugar who would hide the car keys. Uh, Mark gives me a Seinfeld meme or gif, and it's he says you're in a really serious game of risk. <laughs> Newman and Kramer. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, Dan believes I was watching Charmed on cable TV and decided to do some magic at home for radio. And here might be my favorite. Jay, you ready for this? Ready. Princess Leia was injured fighting the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Except that she doesn't fight the Republic, you goofball. Yeah, I mean, she fights that. for the Republic. <laughs> I get what he's saying, but... <laughs> Jeff believes... I don't know why this would mean that I can't work uh, from the studio. Jeff believes I'm selling my house. And so for that reason, I'm working from home. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. Oh, Thomas, because... And, and I'm going to read it how he writes it. Your beloved patriots are one in five. And you can't show your face at the office. <laughs> oh, you're a Patriots fan? Well, my beloved Patriots. 
And yeah, more people guessing that I'm moving. But why would that mean I'm working from home? Just trying to get those last couple minutes in. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Marco Belletti, have you ever not shown your face at work because your sports team performed poorly? Uh, no. <laughs> I no. guess that's something a fan might do, but here in the business, obviously, we we work in the business. Eventually, we're going to have to talk about our teams when they suck. So, no, that's never not kept me. In fact, I think I'd rather talk about my team when it sucks and just get it out of my system. I did uh, miss an entire day's worth of classes in college after after the Giants lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens in 2000. That makes sense to me. Now, see, I could see college students deciding that they can't possibly deal with classes or real life after their team suffers a painful loss. But as adults, is that an acceptable reason to skip work or to work from home? Uh, skip work? No, not really. I, to be fair, I probably shouldn't have done it when I was in college either. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But I, I would. <laughs> uh, I commuted and I worked through college, so I was only there like twice a week. So I missed like a full five classes or I was like, you know, I was there from like eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night, uh, the two days a week that I would go to school. And I was like, the hell with this. I'm not doing it today. (laughs) I just had no interest in it at all. Let's see. Um, Someone else guessing I'm pregnant. Did uh, did your I'm assuming your wife worked through her pregnancies. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Up until this one, not as much. The first two, she worked the Friday and my son was born Saturday night. Right, exactly. I don't... Which is not good. You shouldn't be working the day before. Well, okay. But a lot of pregnant moms, they work right up until right. they're about to give birth. So that's kind of an interesting guess. I don't know why in the world I would be working from home if I were pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. Can I... Um, I was going to say I could throw it out because you could be sick and just not feel oh, well. Oh, morning sickness, you mean? Well, just, yeah, and in general, you just don't feel well the first couple of months. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Too many snowflakes outside running around. Nope, no snowflakes in New Jersey yet, though the temps are in the 40s, and I know that's not what he meant. Uh, There was another one that was really funny. Here, hold on. People are guessing why I'm working from home, and, oh, Ken says, you're playing hide-and-seek, and and nobody's found you yet. (laughs) Am I the only one that thought that was funny? Okay. (laughs) What would you like to rant about today, Marco? Go. You know, just, see, that's not kidding. that's not how I do things. I know, you know that. I know. Nothing that I do is manufactured. None of it's coming from the sky. No improv. I, just, I don't. No, no, no. But it's not. It, look, I admit that I rant and rave, and I'm a lunatic. But it's all genuine. <laughs> it's all pure. It's all in the moment. And Off I the get, cuff. I get when I you get what I'm thinking. I'm raw. I'm, I wear it on my sleeve. You get what I'm thinking, and I and I throw it out there. But I don't just rant and rave just for the hell of it. That mm-hmm. just to make people. What, listen to me yell? That's not that's not my style. <laughs> so uh, that, that, let's not, you know, make it seem like I'm just like the crazy guy in the corner that say, go yell, and he starts doing that. That's oh, not exactly what that. I'm doing. I didn't say that. I just wanted to see if you had something that was on your chest that you would like to get off your chest. Um, I, I, I'm in a decent mood today. I, I would... <laughs> I would like to, if it's possible, again, you go into my personal life, I don't understand why my kids are still sick for the last, like, two weeks, and none of us can kick whatever this stupid congestion, whatever the hell is going on through the household. I'd like to know why that's not working, Mm. but I can't really, uh, I'm going to probably have to bring the little one, not even five months, back to the doctor, because now it's like... Oh, I thought you were going to say to work, and I was going to get all excited. Oh, you don't want that. (laughs) You definitely don't. No, he's... Between the whatever's going on now in his chest and he's like coughing 
and he's teething, oh, man, he's not sleeping oh. at all. I'm, I've been texting with my wife all night because um, she's constantly yelling at me every five minutes because I'm not there to help out. It's, it's not Maybe been a Maybe you good should scene. be working from home. Uh, then nothing would get done, and That's you wouldn't true. be able to hear me because he doesn't. Oh. Yeah, Aww. he hasn't stopped. Last night, because I was home last night, so I'm with him. He doesn't mm-hmm. stop. He can't even settle him down for five seconds. It's not about putting him down. It's about getting him to stop crying. He's just so uncomfortable, and Aww. it's making it impossible for anyone to sleep. Oh, that's tough. It's a good that time. Really it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. No, I can. Sh- I am sure every parent out there can relate. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, okay. So a couple more guesses as to why I'm working from home. These are funny. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, something happened while in the ATL. You're wearing an ankle mod. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Because they let me out of state with an ankle monitor. Uh, My best friend and I got into some cupcake mischief. And then, let's see. um, One more from Robert. Did you eat another goldfish off the floor? (laughs) That would keep you at home. That would if I got sick over that. (laughs) Again, let's let's, let's stay away from the hairy goldfish. Stick to what's in the bag. (laughs) It was so gross. I mean, you don't understand how much hair was on that goldfish. But it was dark, and I couldn't see it. And I was like, oh, there's my goldfish. Popped it in my mouth. It was like, and for like the next five minutes, I was getting hair out of my mouth. It was it was disgusting. Sorry about that. Okay, well, I will share the reason. And there's a story, of course, coming up. But um, Marco needs to go home because his wife is yelling at him. So we're <laughs> going to make sure that he gets the job done. Uh, on Twitter or Facebook, we're glad to connect with you. I apologize for our guest. Apparently, he's still working, unable to join us. Uh, we haven't been able to get a hold of him. But it's all right. You've got us. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After after Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the power. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Touch the center something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Detroit Lions. Lions send two receivers right, two left. Goff works out of the gun on third and 13 from the Tampa Bay 27. Play clock at four. Goff's got it. Back, looking, throws, middle, complete. Amon Ra at the 20. Cutting across, looking for a block. Gets one inside the 15. A big block to the 10, (laughs) to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, 
Detroit Lions. Oh, baby. You want to talk about teamwork? Amon Ra with a catch. Craig Reynolds with a big block to help Springham. And the Lions find the end zone. The New York Jets. First and goal at the eight. Brees Hall, the eye back. Hand off Hall, up the middle. They're going to let him score. And he's into the end zone for a Jet touchdown. The Eagles let the Jets score. Rather than letting the clock wind all the way down, and Brees Hall took it into the end zone for a Jet touchdown. 1.46 to go. The Jets now have a four-point lead. The Minnesota Vikings. Play action out of the shotgun. Harrison Phillips trying to give him his first sack. Josh Metellus forced the fumble. It's bouncing about. Picked up by Jordan Hicks. 40, 30, and is loose. Touchdown! Jordan Hicks with the second touchdown of his career has run the Minnesota Vikings to an 18-6 lead. The Miami Dolphins. Third down and six for Miami at the two-minute mark of the second quarter. Back to throw Sua. Looking. Fires deep down the right oh. side. He's got Tyreek. Touchdown, Miami. To a Tyreek Hill from Tua Tangalailoa. Jimmy looked it off, came right back, saw no help with the safety. Throws it down the sideline. Separation again, and, and you got another touchdown. I do not understand that song. It, I'm not a Dolphins fan, so maybe somebody can explain where the song came from. I don't feel like Googling it, so somebody else can tell me. But it is, uh, yeah, it's maybe from the same era as San Diego Superchargers. San Diego. Actually, it's kind of sad they can't use it anymore. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You can now vote for TD of the Week. And we did have to eliminate some worthy candidates, so I suppose you can yell at us if you don't hear yours. But the Lions with Dan Miller on the radio call, that Amon Ra St. Brown touchdown made possible by the Josh Reynolds block. Pretty impressive teamwork there. And yes, the Lions are sporting one of the best records in the NFL now at 5-1. and one. In that same division, the Vikings, Jordan Hicks, what a game for him as the Vikings pick up their second win. Paul Allen with the call on Vikings radio. The New York Jets, kind of a funny candidate for TD of the week considering that the Eagles allowed Breeze Hall to get into the end zone. However... As Bob Wischusen points out on Jets Radio, it was the go-ahead touchdown. So, I I don't know. I think it's a a strategy that I'm not sure I'd buy into. You allow your opponent to score knowing that that puts them in the lead because you want to go ahead and get the ball back. But what if your defense stops them? What if they don't score? I don't know. It just, to me, I would rather not give up points Anytime, but that was the strategy. And so Brees Hall gets into the end zone and they take the lead. And then the other, the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, 41 yard, as they have to come out of a 14 nothing hole to the Carolina Panthers. And then at the end, grabs a cell phone, does a backflip, takes a video, you know, is willing to pay the fine. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Glad to have you with us. Uh, thanks for all of your guesses as to why I am working from the super secret home base. Yeah, woke up on, uh, hmm, what day was it? Monday? 
and recognize that uh, Penny, my dog, has not just a small hot spot for those of you who have pets, but an enormous hot spot. I she had been licking and biting it. She doesn't really get hot spots. She does have some allergies, but this one's really bad. It's Gosh, it's about the size of two quarters now uh, put together. It's just, it's big and it's bloody and it's raw. And because I don't have a collar or a cone, the cone of shame, anything to put on her, and I could not get her into the vet on Monday or Tuesday, actually. I had to order a collar. It'll be here at some point, uh, believe it or not, before I get off the air. That's Amazon Prime for you. And so I couldn't leave her because I didn't have any way to keep her from making that hot spot worse. So yeah, she's in a lot of pain. Poor thing. She's a disaster. She really won't let me touch it, get near it, though I've tried to put some medicine on it. Um, Not sure exactly what happened, only that Penny is a disaster and it adds to her medical maladies. And so people tell me that having a dog is good practice for having kids so i'll keep that in mind yes we are halfway through we're glad to connect with you thank you so much for hanging out with us on twitter a law radio also on our facebook page we found out what happened to our guest we'll explain coming up it's after hours with amy lawrence cbs sports radio this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 